This is the Shrimps Verdict podcast. All opinions expressed to those of the individual contributors and not necessarily those of either Morecambe Football Club or of Beyond Radio. Every kick, every game, every goal. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio. Here Michael Mellon on the counter-attack down the right-hand side. Jordan Slew's got a great opportunity to open the scoring for the Shrimps. He kicks the post in frustration because he should have broke the net and make it 1-0. It was an easy save for the goalkeeper. And Jordan just tried to, similar to the goal he scored on Saturday against Forest Green Rovers, just tried to, just with the inside of his right foot, just stroke the ball home. He probably should have put his laces through it, really. I've glorious opportunity here come Akronson on the edge of the box and that's a fine save away to his left hand side by Stuart Moore this time it's end to end here comes Jake Taylor inside the box dinks it over the keeper that is a brilliant header away from danger he beat the keeper there McCracken I think it was Kelvin Mellor tracked him back just got a little flick header on it and it's a good job he did because that one was goal bound the closest either side have come in the 32nd minute here at the Mazuma Mobile Stadium Lee, left-hand side, crosses it, volleyed away by Jake Taylor on the edge of the Morgan penalty area. Michael Mellon is the only man up in the red shirt. Longello has got his angles all wrong now. JJ McKinnon is bearing down on goal. JJ McKinnon can't find the back of the net. And somehow, Accrington Stanley get away with it and clear their lines up towards the halfway line. Free kick midway inside the Accrington half on the left-hand side. Swung in, right-footed. Jake Taylor with it, looking for Conley at the back post, headed away. Longello up against Eli King, thought the whistle was going to go, play allowed to continue, King crosses it in, there's all sorts of pandemonium with that post, it falls for, it's in the back of the net! And through a crowd of players, it's found its way in, and the deadlock broken on 64 minutes, Accrington not going to be pleased with that, I think the, they thought the whistle was going to go for a free kick, for a foul by Eli King, but the referee allowed play to continue. King crosses it from the right. It beat everybody. I thought the chance had gone. 64 on the watch. Morecambe won. Atkinson Stanley nil. That was Connolly with the final touch. And it was a really, really crowded penalty area. Slew with the initial effort. Connolly with the goal. Jack Nolan is going to just drift down towards the right-hand side. He's got to Tonda and Slew for company. I think the referee was minded to give a free kick there, but the cross is going to be a deep one. Wally keeps it alive at the back post. Doesn't need clearing that, and it's Conley who does that. Might be a penalty. It is a penalty, and it's a cheap one to give away there. Tom Bloxham committing the foul on the edge of the area against Sean Wally. And I think, unfortunately, that's probably a stone wall as penalties come. It was a clumsy tackle from Blocko just inside the Morecambe penalty area. And just a few minutes after the Shrimps have taken the lead, Stanley had the chance to get back on terms from the spot. The danger had passed. We had an ample opportunity to clear our lines there on the edge of the Morecambe penalty area. And we just didn't get enough purchase on the clearance. It came back and blocks them. Just clipped Wally inside the penalty area. Stonewall spot kick. And it's Tommy Lee in the 70th minute in front of the Halo Terrace with a chance 
to square things up here in the Lancashire derby. Whistle goes. This for the equaliser. Lee, right-footed, steps up, sends Stewart more the wrong way. Karma Jalite rolls it into the left-hand corner, right-footed. And that is a cheap way to get back on level terms. And with 20 minutes to go, we're back all square at Morecambe 1, Accrington Stanley 1. JJ McKinnon might have one last bite of the cherry here. McKinnon slips in Jordan Slew, chance to win it for the Shrimps, and he's skied it over the angle of post and bar. He needs to hit the target there, does Jordan Slew. He hits the turf on target. That probably wins the game for the Shrimps. Opened up quick as a flash. McKinnon, centre of the park, into Slew, took a touch. He needs to get in on target, and he's put it over the angle. Reaction to the action. This is the Shrimps verdict on Beyond Radio. That's a great tackle. That is a great tackle by Adam Mayer. Tries to play the ball forward, but there is time for no more. He ends all square here at the Mazuma Mobile Stadium. And I think all things considered, Morecambe are going to be just a shade disappointed that it's only a point here in League Two in the Lancashire derby. We had a number of guilt-edged opportunities to score several more goals than what we did most notably Jordan Slew scored against Forest Green Rovers on Saturday of course but he had two clear as day opportunities one in the seventh minute when he was squared across by Michael Mellon all he had to do was put his laces through it and it would have surely been a goal he went for a cute little side foot and it hit the goalkeeper from close range and the chance had gone he then had a chance to win it deep deep in stoppage time eighth minute of stoppage time no less when he was put clean through by JJ McKinnon inside the box he took a touch and slew instead of trying to just make sure he hit the target went for top corner glory and it's fired it over the angle of post and bar and that would have surely have sealed all three points uh, for Derek Adams men JJ McKinnon missed the one-on-one -on -one in the second half Jake Taylor also missed one-on-one uh, -on -one. he got the ball over the keeper McCracken but there was former shrimp Kelvin Meller to head the ball away uh, from the line uh, to keep it at nil-nil at half time the deadlock was broken on 65 minutes it was a slew shot left foot daisy cutter through a crowd of players didn't quite find the back of the net it did find James Connolly though who smashed it in for his first goal in the Morecambe shirt for the central defender uh, to open the score and at that point uh, Morecambe were decent value for their lead but it only lasted four minutes a cheap soft penalty given away by Tom Bloxham Stonewall penalty given away right on the just inside the Morecambe penalty area I don't think Block, uh, Tom Bloxham uh, quite saw where Sean Wally was the experienced substitute off the bench nipped the ball away Bloxham left a trailing leg penalty given and it was dispatched nice and coolly by Tommy Lee sending goalkeeper Stuart Moore the wrong way to level things up at one apiece that slew miss is going to haunt him tonight that's for sure Hackington looked to a decent enough outfit without really threatening Stuart Moore in the Morecambe goal too much just one save of note really in the uh, first half when he was uh, called into action uh, at full stretch away to his left hand side uh, to repel the danger but it's a, a tale of missed opportunities really uh, for Derek Adams and the Shrimps tonight I think overall it can be quite happy with the overall performance but still carved out a good number of very presentable opportunities indeed and we probably in fact definitely should have scored more than the one goal 
that we did find the back of the net for this Tuesday night. The result, though, of course, does mean that more can maintain their unbeaten start uh, to lead to at home. And it's another point on the board to bring the Shrimps tally to 15 points for the season uh, from their opening 10 games. And you know what? Before a ball was kicked, we certainly would have taken that number of points. You can see the disappointment on the Morecambe players' faces, though, as they trudge down the tunnel here. Honours even here in the Lancashire Derby this Tuesday night on Shrimps Live. Well, Derek, a 1-1 draw of Accrington Stanley, uh, a fantastic game of football to watch. Yeah, it was. It was end-to-end, uh, -end and uh, you know, I think in the first half, that's the best we've played this season. I thought we were outstanding. The way we passed the ball, the way we created openings, the way we moved Accrington about the pitch, um, it was a top performance. And uh, we should have been ahead by a few goals at half-time, and uh, we weren't. And uh, then in the second half, we got that goal, you know, with Connolly, and uh, it was much more from us. And uh, we passed the ball even better in the second half at times, but uh, we still just couldn't pick that second goal. Unfortunate for us, we give away the penalty. Uh, and I think Atkinson were either going to score with a penalty, a free kick, or a corner kick, uh, because in open play, I thought that we were excellent. In games like that, when you are on top, so much as you were in the first half, uh, disappointing that you, you couldn't get that goal you wanted. Yeah, I mean, because we created so many good openings and uh, I thought that, that we've got a lot of young players on that pitch tonight and uh, it's a derby and to take control of the game, to understand the game as well as they did uh, and just the runs and at the end, you know, Accrington were happy for a point. We could hear their dugout, you know, saying slow it down, you know, with 10 minutes to go, which is fair, you know, because we were on top of the game and uh, we have a, another great opportunity right on uh, the final whistle uh, to put it to bed. Yeah, first half, blocked some melon slow, looked terrific up front. I thought the whole team were excellent. I think that, you know, that there is tweaks that we can use, but uh, the way we passed the ball, the way we... Um, you just found different options. Uh, and if Accrington were closing a gap, uh, we always moved and uh, took other positions. And uh, they just understand the game very well for a young team. Unfortunately for Tom Bloxham, uh, he just caught Sean Wally there at the far post. Yeah, we had warned our players before the game about Sean because, uh, you know, Accrington do get uh, a lot of uh, penalty kicks. We'll see that. Accrington do get a lot of players booked against a man sent off. You see that quite often. But uh, uh, in the end, uh, it was a penalty kick and uh, it was a needless challenge. But uh, uh, that's the way it goes sometimes. Overall, a cracking advert for League uh, 2 football. It was. And, uh, you know, we've put on a good show tonight for the supporters. Keeps our unbeaten run going here. Uh, this season Looking ahead Colchester away on Saturday you'll be looking to build that away win from last Saturday Yeah I mean a really good performance away from home against Forest Green and uh, you know tonight again uh, following on from the Accrington game we want to go there and uh, you know try and win the match Well James a 1-1 draw of Accrington tonight and, uh, but the first goal for you must be happy uh, Yeah I am I suppose it's always good to chip in with a goal but I think I'm quite disappointed not getting the um, not getting the win. I think we deserved it. And you know, if you score, you score. But the main the main thing is I want to win. Want the three points. And we didn't get that, so a little bit disappointed. Yeah. The first half, I thought the football at times was sensational for you. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, I think it's been coming. We were good Saturday, and yeah, we were good. We just played played with a bit of freedom out there. I think they played with two strikers, so it left the space in the middle for Kingy. So we just worked that out quite early, and you know we've got some good players, so we just want to play. And I think we passed them. First half, especially off the park, and I think on another day we'd be two or three up going into half time. 
when you got your goal to go one nil up, did you think that was going to be it? But they, but they did come back, didn't they? They came back quite strongly. Yeah, that's normal. I think you know, late on in games, if you if you haven't got a cushion, you're going to have to defend. And I think we're just disappointed we didn't kill the game off first half, get more goals, and even afterwards, I think there was chances to score. But and yeah, as you say, we conceded, so you know we want to keep clean sheets, clean sheets win your game. So we're disappointed with that, but we'll work on it. On a personal level, enjoy the goal. Yeah, did yeah. It's always nice to score. As I said before, though, we're disappointed. I would have took not scoring and winning the game. To be honest, any day. So yeah, I'll take it and we'll move on to the next game. Hopefully, win Saturday. At the back, you looked quite strong all evening. You and Jacob Bedell seem to have a nice little partnership there. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I've gone on with them since I came in. Um, do loads of work. We have been lately in training. As a full unit back four, and then there's obviously Faz in there who's been unlucky not to play, but you know, he's helping us as well with his experience. So I think we've got some good players, and anyone can fill in anywhere, and it's going well at the minute. And Colchester away at the weekend, hoping to build on that win at Forest Green last week? Of course, yeah. Uh, three game week, so we've got the opportunity to get seven points. That's what we want, that's what we're aiming for. So you didn't get the win tonight, so we bounce back Saturday, hopefully. Overall, dressing room disappointed not to get the three points tonight? It is, yeah. Um, how well we played, you want to come away with the win. I think the way they played, it's a compliment to us. They, you know, they played for the draw last 10 minutes and the whole game they were sitting off us. So shows what they think of us and hopefully building forward, they can get more wins. Thanks for downloading episode 128 of the Shrimps Verdict podcast, part of Shrimps Live on Beyond Radio. Really appreciate it. This is Dave Salmon. So onwards we go then to another very long away trip on Saturday. Uh, We are in Essex to face Colchester United ahead of the game. I've been speaking to Ryan Fairhead. Ryan is the brains behind the YouTube Colchester United fans channel Up The U's. An ideal man then to get the full lowdown on Ben Garner's men ahead of our trip there this coming Saturday. Full match commentary, of course, as ever, on Shrimps Live, on Beyond Radio, will be on FM and DAB Plus from just before 2.55. And, of course, you can subscribe uh, via iFollow Shrimps as well. Uh, just a word of warning before you uh, hear what Ryan has to say. Uh, the audio quality uh, isn't what we would normally deliver in a Shrimps Verdict podcast. And I'll hold my hands up. It's completely and utterly my fault because I had some settings wrong on the technology uh, that we used to record the podcast. Uh, My end sounded fine when we were doing it in real time and then the recording playback uh, didn't sound quite as good. So I've repaired the audio the very best I can. It is still, unfortunately, a little bit echoey, so you might have to listen a little bit carefully. That is completely my fault. I'm really, really sorry. Hopefully you can still enjoy what Ryan has to say and we'll speak to you on Saturday. So, Ryan, thanks for jumping on our podcast. Really appreciate your time, mate. Before we get going, uh, tell us all about Up The Us. Yes, yes Up The Us is a new channel, channel that I've released um, this, this season. season. We, we cover anything and then everything Colchester United. United. Have a have look, look into, into the highlights from the game, game pause, uh, some, some goals, goals and see if, if there were some players, players that were slightly out of position or if anything could be done to prevent a goal. Um, and, and also, also giving a fair analysis of the away side. side. I won't, I won't go in and say that this player was awful or anything like that. I will give the opposition team a fair going, um, and I suspect I'll be doing the same for you guys. 
and I suppose where, where fans-led uh, content creation is concerned, now that, that's all anybody watching it or anybody listening to it. Now that's all you can ask for, isn't it? Really, if it's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad. You just as long as you play fair, then then, then that's how it is. Yeah, yeah 100%. 100%. We had a game, game recently against Tranmere at home. The Tranmere wasn't, wasn't the best team we played. played. Their, Their following wasn't amazing. amazing. But I didn't, I didn't go, go into, into the video slating them. them. I, I gave them a fair review. review. The fans, the fans that came out, obviously, die-hard die fans, come from all, all the way from Liverpool-ish area down, down to Essex. Um, you've got to give credit, credit to them. them. And, and Tramway on, on, on the day, they, they weren't, weren't amazing, but the manager who came out after the game and said that that, that was like a one, one, one thing. thing. Um, when, when you look, look at the table, table yes, they are sitting 23rd and they're not doing amazing at the moment, but... Yeah, not, not their last game, game, game previous to that, they got, got a win, win so they are obviously playing a little, little bit better. Now, the season so far, slight caveat here, Ryan, of course, that we're talking before our respective games on uh, Tuesday night, but uh, you've had something of a roller coaster season in the league so far, I think it's fair to say. You've lost a few, uh, probably more than you would have wanted to, uh, and then you've beaten Gillingham away, and then you have this amazing 5-4 victory against Notts County on Saturday. It's been uh, quite the adventure so far. 100%, 100%, yeah, like you say, we've, we've had three wins, wins this season. Uh, the first, first one was against Tranmere. And then, and then we play top of the, at the time, top, top of the table, table Gillingham. And then Saturday, we play top of the table, table Notts County, County, get the wins. And, and then we're sort of like, oh, this is really good. good. And then, then when we play teams, teams that are in and around us, we don't play as well. We lose or draw. So it's like, what are we doing different against top of the league that we're not doing against the lower teams? But no, Saturday was... One, one of the, the best, best games, games I think I've seen. Culture United play, home away, and it, it, it had, had everything. It had goals, and then it had action, it had questionable decisions from the referee, and it had a red card. card. So, for a neutral, neutral watching that game, game brilliant. brilliant. Uh, so what, it was a proper 5-4 affair then. I know it was 5-3 and they scored late, but it, but, but it, it did have that ding-dong feel to it then, I suppose. If you, if you have, have a look, look even just, just looking online, online at when, when the goals, goals were scored, scored. We, we scored our first in the 10th minute, then they, they scored in the 21st, we scored in the 31st, um, and, and the second half was literally end to end. end. We went in at half time 3 one up. Both, both managers, I've in my video, both, both managers would have said very similar things. The second half, the first 10 minutes is going to be key. So for us, we wanted to keep it at 3-1, but for not counting, they wanted to get goal, and they got that goal, and then it just from there, it was just... Goals, goals after goals, goals. They, they scored, scored a brilliant goal, goal. and then we, we topped it with our Reid, McGee, and then unfortunately got sent off for saying something, something to the referee, might have said hello, might have called him a choice word. Um, and then they go and get, get a goal, goal in the 92nd minute, minute, and then it was the last 10 minutes, honestly, felt like, like well, felt 30 minutes, it's horrible, but it was, like I say, it was an amazing game, and not count came down there in the numbers, and they brought back 950. Of people, and um, it, it was honestly, honestly like, like I said, one, one of the best, best games I've seen, definitely, definitely at, um, at home. 
if he uh, if, if he got sent off for saying something to the referee, it probably was hello, the way things yeah, have been yeah. going this season. I mean, we, we had a player booked a few weeks ago uh, for taking the taking the throw in with the wrong ball. He, he took the throw in with the ball that went out of play and not the one that was on the cone. It's utterly ridiculous. But we'll talk about officiating and the new rule changes and stuff in a bit if we can. Uh, but what, what do you put it down to then, Ryan? Why can you go to the fancy teams and get results and then struggle against the teams in mid-table and, and lower? I think it's it's, it's one, one of the things, things when, when, when you play Notts County, County, you know what you're going to get from him. You're going to get fast-paced, attacking football. football. So, so we, we were sort of like, like we'll match that, and, and it literally was like two, two North magnets hitting each other. They just, it just, was there, like, like, wasn't going. going. But then when, when we go and play a team sort of below, we think, right, we're going to go for this attacking football. They're going to sit back, we're going to struggle to pick them out, and then they'll just nick a goal. Um, the crew, crew game was a weird, weird one because we were 2 0 down, down after 10 minutes, minutes and then for the, the rest, rest of the 80 minutes, minutes we were on top of them. And we had, I think, we had 58 possession, we had 21 shots, and it was like, like how you, you, you look, look at them and you think, how has the away team lost that? But being 2 0 down after 10 minutes is not a great start, but I generally know what it is. It's like in the Premier League, Man City go and play walls, you think, oh, that's a nail on. Five, six, six nil, nil, and then they lose 2-1. It's like, you don't know what's happened, but you're like, fair enough. I suppose it's what makes football what it is and, and why we, we, we love the game uh, so much. So um, tell us everything we need to know then, Ryan, about uh, about a Ben Garner current season, Colchester United team, players, formations, wants to watch ahead of the game on Saturday. What do we need to know? So, so unfortunately, unfortunately, as I alluded to, Cameron, uh, Cameron McGee is going to be missing. He kicked up, up, he got his first yellow, yellow kicking the ball away, and then said something, something to the referee, referee and the referee sent him off. off. Um, um, I, I believe Manny Agbo is suspended for five, five yellow cards, which will be a big, big, big miss. He's been a solid, uh, like right sided centre back. But. We'll, we'll probably, probably still set out in our sort of 3 4 one, two, three, five, two sort of formation. Um, Joe, Joe Taylor, Taylor and Sam Stavidi up front are going to be very fast, very strong, and not back out of any challenges. Um, it doesn't matter if you're playing up against a young 20 year old from your academy or if you've got an experienced centre half, they will give them anything that they can. We think that Noah Chilvers was sort of plays in the hole just behind them, who on his day is very, very good and very hard to play against. But so far this season, apart from the past couple of games, he has played a lot better. But for the first part of the season, he was looking very cold, wasn't really taking the shots or taking players on. Then we've got Arthur Reed, who is the modern-day Paul Scholes in my eyes. Not just because he has orange hair, but he's a brilliant, brilliant player. Um, he, he is the sort of main man in the team, team at the moment. And then, and then what is very nice is on our wings, wings we've got on the right hand side JJ February and on the left uh, Alan and Zine, who are both young, young players, very fast, very strong, and are more than happy to bomb on forward to help the attack, but also drop back and help the defence. Um, but, but I think, I think one, one thing, thing you will see a lot of is a lot of passing around the back. There may be a couple of times where you sort of Think, think all that was a little, little bit close, close but it, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter if you if you nick the ball or kick it and you tap it in, in we'll probably still play that way because it's proven that it's a very, very good way to play. But there, I've, I've, I've said, said it many, many times, there's, there's going to be teams that we play against where 
the ball is being passed around the back, back and, and they, they will nick it off us and score. And then there'll be other teams we play against where we'll do it and we'll look amazing and we'll look like Man City. Oh, Ben Garner does have a, a, a certain style from his previous managerial appointments. I can remember him and not ever so long ago. I mean, it's it's the way the managerial merry-go-round works, I suppose. When he was at, at Charlton, played in a in a very similar way. How do the fans and, and how does yourself, Ryan? Uh, how what is your opinion about your current manager? So he, so came, he came in last season with not many, many games, games left to go, and, and you, you could see the calibre of players that we had. We had a lot, lot of old players. players. We were papers, the Ipswich retirement home with Tommy Smith, Luke Chambers, Alan Judge, MR Hughes. So the playing in the sort of short pass around the back with them players didn't really work. Chambers suited very well. He was about 45 and a thousand league appearances under his name. So for him, the slower play worked, but some of the other players just didn't work. But you could see. Uh, there, there was, was a development there. there. There was definitely progress going, going to happen. We've got some players coming in. He's, he's brought in uh, Ellison Dara, Zach Mitchell, and Manny Eko, all players that he knows very well and know how, how he plays. And then, and then he's also brought in a lot of youngsters in Nico Lawrence, Owen Goodman, and Joe Taylor, who, where they are young, they sort of know the newer style how to play, sort of free back, five back formation, passing around the back. They sort of know all that because they've come from the Premier League. So when he first came in, and the first game was against Swindon and was postponed, but that was going to be a good game because that was his ex team. So the away fans were looking forward to probably giving him stick. But we were also looking forward to seeing what quite wrong, quite wrong, gone, gone or was going to look, look like with his players. Because um, like, like I say, last season, season, it looked, looked strong. strong. But, but then with his players in, we then sort of see exactly how he wants to play. play. And, and I, I think, think the fans, fans to start with, with when we, we saw the passing around the back, they were a little bit sceptical about it because we've seen away teams doing that and we've picked it off of them and scored goals or scored or had very easy chances. But now, now the fans have seen it and it's starting to work, work and we're, I mean, the game Saturday, game against Tranmere, the game against Gillingham, it's all come into plan and worked, worked really, really well. But then it's, it's then the game where we are playing in that way and when we're not getting a result, what's plan B sort of thing? At the moment, it's always been plan A and it looks like plan A has been very good. But, but what's, what's plan, plan B? B? We're, we're not, not sure yet. We haven't really needed to see it. But, but, but I, 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 I love it. I think, think the, the, the the star that he plays, plays we, we haven't seen ever, really. Four cocks star. star. Um, and and it's, it's a breath of fresh air. We've gone back, back to the old days, two up front. We've got a very strong captain in Connor Hall. We've got Arthur Reed in the midfield, who's looking like a breath of fresh air. And then we've actually, at the moment, got a goal scorer, which we haven't had for, I'm going to say, at least six years, but probably more than that. We had one random season, Freddie Sears, where he scored, um, I think he was like fourth or fifth in the top goal scorers. But we've never had a double-digit striker, but it looks like maybe Joe Taylor or something to be, they could be, could be that high. 
We've also got a great striker, of course, in uh, Michael Mellon. Six goals to his name at time of recording. He may well have added to that against Accrington uh, by the time uh, people uh, listen to this. How do you assess it on Saturday then, Ryan? Of course, we've got a great home record. We've finally got our first away win of the season against Forest Green Rovers. It, it, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting battle on Saturday. Oh, 100%. 100%. I mean, yeah, yeah, as you said, time recording, you're looking very strong. Four, four, four wins, two draws, three losses. You're like us, you have a zero goal difference. So... If you, if you get, get the same, same, same amount, amount of points as another team, team you're probably going to above them. them. Maybe, Maybe not for you guys, because I've just, just seen that a lot of them are positive. But for us, us if, if we get, get a win, even if it's 1-0, one we'll go definitely up to 14, because everyone else above us has a minus in their goal, goal difference. So I do, I do think, think it's going to be a very good challenge for us. Um, it's probably going to be one of them where we're either going to come, come away, away from it and go, how have we lost? Or we're going to come away from it and go, how have we played like, like that, considering how we played play against Notts County, County um, and obviously, obviously we've, we've got, got a game against Newport, Newport tomorrow, tomorrow, which is the team directly above us. us. How are you against teams that play with pace on the break and, and like to stretch you out wide? How are you defensively against those kind of sides? Because that's how we play going forwards. Um, I, I think, think it'll, it'll be a test, test then for Jaden Federer and Zine because they, they have, have got, got some pace about, about them. them. They, they are, are very young. young. So if, if you've got, got pace experienced wingers, then they, they might, might be a bit, a bit difficult, difficult in a foot race. race. I would back them. They, they are, are very, very fast. But like I said, they're very young. young so they're sort of they're sort of knowledge whether to dive in or to sit off or make a slide tackle or just, just jockey them. Might not be there, but either side, side to them will be Connor Hall, who is experienced in League 1 and League 2, and Manny Ekbo, who's also experienced. And then we've got young Zach Mitchell in the middle, who he's only played, I think, three, two or three games, and he has looked like a breath of fresh air. He's very confident on the ball, he's very calm on the ball. He had, he had the, the opportunity, opportunity well, well, Virginia, he, he had the, the task to mark Macaulay Langstaff and um, David McGoldrick, and he'd done very, very, very well at that. Against two of the, uh, the the best forwards in uh, in League Two, I suppose you can't really ask them much more than that. Um, Ryan, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Really appreciate it. A couple of more questions for before we go. Uh, one of them is, what would constitute a good season uh, for Colchester uh, United this time around? It's really difficult looking at the teams on paper. Uh, it's really difficult, or it's going to be really difficult to break into that top seven this season. How close can you get? I'll be, I'll be honest, honest if, if we're not in a relegation scrap, scrap I'll, I'll take, take that. that. The last top three, three years, years we've been in a relegation scrap. We were in the playoffs about maybe like three or four years, years ago, and then, then we've just been in relegation battles. So, so if, if we're, we're not, not in a relegation battle, I'll be I'll happy. happy. I don't. I just I hate watching Colts in a relegation battle. Although I'm used to it, I just don't enjoy it. Um, um, up for me, anywhere sort of between 18th to 10th, I'd be happy with that. that. Um, but but the, the, the league this season and the way teams are playing at the moment is completely different to how anyone and everyone predicted it. Everyone had Crawley as one of the teams in a struggle, struggle and then second. And, and I believe they actually had themselves as one of the other teams to 
get relegated this year, and you're sitting 12th. And then you look at Sutton United, who at the moment are, they had a brilliant first win against County the opening day. But then since then, they really struggled to find some form. So at the moment, the table is just. If, if, if it's, it's like, like this, this in 10 games' time, time and then you can sort of see who's, who's, who's possibly going to be promoted, who's possibly going to be relegated. But at the moment, who knows? If, if Sutton go and get three wins, wins they, they take themselves out of relegation zone. And then they're, they're not being talked about going down, and it could be Tranmere, Forest Green, Doncaster, or Swindon have an awful run of form, and then they drop like the stones. So I think at the moment it's a bit too early for me. I would like, like a top, top half finish, finish, but as long, long as we're not in a relegation battle, I'm happy. Ryan, thank you so much indeed for looking ahead to the action. Really appreciate it. Give us the sales pitch before you go one more time uh, for the YouTube channel, Up The Use. Yeah, yeah so, so if you head over to, to Up The Use official on Twitter, Twitter and YouTube, and you'll, you'll find, find me, like I say, I do all, 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 all my, my content, content obviously about Coach United, 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 um, if, if you played, played really well, well I'll say it. If, if you played, played bad, bad, I won't say it. I'll, I'll pick out good with this. Um, the last thing you want to do is watch a video of an away team and then badger it on a bad mouth in the away team and just sort of sitting there thinking, well, there, well, there was, was some, some good bits that we've done. done. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, head, head over, over, like I say, at the official. Give us a like, subscribe, and head over to Twitter and follow us on Twitter. That'd be much appreciated. Ryan, really appreciate your time, mate. Good luck for the rest of the season. I think you are going to be absolutely fine. Not necessarily in the top seven, but uh, I think a comfortable top half finish is uh, very much on the cards. Looking forward to our trip to Essex as well. Not been uh, not been to Colchester for a little while, so uh, looking forward to the game at the weekend. Every kick, every game, every goal. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio.